Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. Yes, it's me, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. And I am here with a guest who our two circles have been going around each other. Our orbits have been clashing sometimes every once in a while because we keep almost running into each other and stuff. And we finally connected about six weeks ago. And I have with me Jackie Lappin. Did I say that right, Jackie? You got it. Oh, good. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, I forgot to ask the, the correct pronunciation because I've heard your name, but it's been three years since I've heard your name said out loud. It's pretty much always been, you've just been Jackie, right? Well, let me tell you guys who Jackie is because now you're wondering, okay, who is this check, right? Jackie Lappin is a leader in helping leaders, authors, coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs connect with their next followers around the globe. An expert at helping people get booked, she provides strategies, guidance, and leads through her speaker tunity programs, tip sheets, and regional directories that get change makers booked for speaking engagements, radio shows, podcasts, and virtual summits across North America. Her internationally acclaimed Conscious Media Relations radio podcast tours have helped nearly 200 luminaries, leaders, filmmakers, and authors grow their businesses, sell more books, create viewership, and change more lives by introducing them up to 9,000 radio shows and podcasts, including such clients as Don Miguel Ruiz, Dr. Joe Vitale. Oh, hey, I know that name. <laughs> James Twyman, Denise Lynn, Ariel Ford, Hay House, and more. So welcome to the show, Jackie. Jenny, I'm delighted to be here. I really appreciate it. And I love the fact that you have such a defined audience. Very cool. Very oh. cool. Absolutely. I know that my badass direct sales mastery listeners, they want to kick ass in their business. And one of the biggest fears that many people have has to be around public speaking, right? And so getting out and, and networking, because oftentimes in traditional networking, pre-COVID times, people would have to stand up in front of a group of people and talk about themselves. And that was kind of terrifying for them. And I know that you have, you know, the virtual networking and you have the speaker tunity opportunities where, where people can go in, but let's share with these direct sales professionals. How is it that, that these podcast opportunities and these virtual networking and virtual summits, how is that going to help them grow their business? Well, this is a particularly unique time because so many people are actually sitting at home and have time on their hands. And so they're listening to podcasts and radio shows. And so the audiences are bigger than they have ever been. 
And so if you are on these programs and offering value, the content that really makes people think, oh, wow, she has, or, or he has a solution for me. This is a, you know, this is something that I really need. If you kind of laid out how you solve their problem and then present the solution, then they're going to come flocking to you. And, you know, when you're doing a podcast, it always behooves you to have something free and then be able to offer the product as well, because sometimes you'll get them on the product, but a lot of times they're not ready to buy, but they need, they want, you want to get them into your community so that you can begin building that relationship with them. So if you never get out in front of these audiences, you're never going to grow your business. And so being visible is the way to do that. And there are lots of avenues and lots of different places that you can book yourself. And what Jenny, you were talking about, you can, you can get on radio shows and podcasts and virtual summits and video casts. And there are great virtual networking opportunities where you're not actually going in and making an hour's presentation. You're just doing your elevator speech and you're collecting clients and prospective clients. So there's a whole array of ways to be physically in people's presence via Zoom and other kinds of technologies that make it so that people want to engage with you. I I definitely agree with that. And when you do these these speakertunities and being on podcasts and and radio shows, not only does it get you in front of your ideal clients, but it builds your credibility too, right? Absolutely. One of the benefits of this is that you can often put on your podcast one sheet, your speaker one sheet, on your website, et cetera. You've appeared on this show. You've appeared on that show. You've And when people start to Google you, they see you everywhere. Yes. And that really makes it much more of an easier sell because they know that you are endorsed, and I use that in quotes, by these show hosts. Right. So they can, they feel they can trust you right off the bat. Absolutely, because you are now seen as the expert across various podcasts and radio shows. So let's jump back to your story here. So people have an idea. How did you get into helping people get speaking opportunities and, and podcast opportunities and radio show opportunities? What's your journey in, in business? So people have an idea of who you are and how you got to where you are today. We have to go back to the point when I was 11 years old and I to- decided that I was going to be a sports writer when there were no women sports writers. <gasps> I went on to then uh, be at the Detroit Free Press at 20 at the, uh, uh, on the front pages of the LA Times and the, at the Associated Press at 21 and at the Washington Post at 22. I went on from there to have one of the largest sports special events and cable TV PR agencies in America for over 20 years and in LA in a New York office. And you would recognize my client list. It was a world-class client list. And at the end of that period, media was changing. It wasn't much fun anymore. And I wrote two books on personal growth, The Art of Conscious Creation, which I am thrilled to say just went up on Audible this week. Um, And the other one is um, Practical Conscious Creation. It was the best spiritual book of of the year at the International New Age Trade Show. And by the time I got done with doing those, I realized that where my heart lie was with the leaders of the world that were offering something that would change somebody's life or somebody's business. And so we rebranded that half of the company as Conscious Media Relations, and we do radio podcast tours where we introduce authors to 9,000 radio shows and podcasts. And we've been doing that very successfully for 12 years. 
about five years ago, some of my clients came to me and said, well, can you book me for speaking engagements? We said, we don't want to do that, but we know where they are. Why don't we just tell you where they are? And that's when Speakertunity was born. And mm. Speakertunity was designed to provide tip sheets for leaders on where they can book themselves. So we have one on speaking gigs all over North America. It's not, you get a couple in your market, but they're kind of, it's a survey of what's out there. Mm-hmm. The second one is Speaker Trinity Radio Insider, where I give people 25 radio shows and podcasts every month they can book themselves on. And then the third one is called Speaker Trinity Summits, where people, we give people a, a, a list of virtual summits that are looking for guest presenters and giveaways that are looking for promotional partners. Now, all that has been ongoing for the last uh, five years. But this last year, we developed something really exciting called Speaker Tunity Cities, where we give people up to 1,800 speaker leads in the market of their choice. And I'm really excited about that product. And then we continue to build and present more things. And the latest thing that I'm really excited about is called Speaker Tunity Recurring Virtual Networking Update. And that Right now, one of the easiest and fastest ways to put yourself in front of prospective clients are virtual networking opportunities. But you might think that you know of one or two. Well, we've identified 150 of them, of which 35 are just for women. And so, you know, it gives you no excuse about getting in front of audiences you know, for a minimal cost, you can get this list. And the reason we're calling it an update is because you're going to get the updates as we add new ones. This list is your ticket to getting in front of people with low cost and no cost opportunities that reoccur on a regular basis. So we've identified them for you. And all you need to do is sign up in most cases, because these are all organizations that have extended an open door to people who aren't necessarily their members. Mm. So they say, welcome. This is the welcome mat. Come and visit, come and introduce yourself, come and get to know other people that might be interested in what you, what you market. So that's been the evolution of what we've done. And we love to educate people on how to get booked. I've got an e-course coming called Rocket Your Radio and Podcast Bookings. And another one that'll be on speaking, but these are all designed to make sure that if you want to get out and be in front of audiences, especially virtual audiences today, we're going to make it easy for you. I mean, my mission is to help you get booked. So that's what I, I'm, I'm up to. And, you know, people can find more about it at Speakertunity, all the different resources we have. We call ourselves the Speaker and Leader Resource Company. Yes. So I'm willing to bet that there's a portion of the listeners right now who are thinking to themselves, I'm just a direct sales consultant. I'm not, I'm not a leader yet. I'm not, I'm not the expert, right? So how would you suggest that they begin the process to, to move into that space of, of getting seen and being seen as the authority in their chosen area of expertise? Well, the first thing I would do is I would choose a subject matter that's not overdone. Mm. Something that they can zero in on and educate people about that they may not know. And you just don't want to sound like everybody else in the world because it's going to be hard to get booked. 
uh, if you sound like um, every everybody else that's selling a health product that helps with anti-aging. Zero in on some specific aspect of anti-aging, for example, that people didn't know that your collagen does such and such or that your you know, you can present, prevent your eyelids from drooping or whatever it might happen to be, or that you need, um, that you, your body diminishes a certain vitamin and, you know, you have that solution. Pull something specific that's unique and different that you can talk to, that you can educate people about in a, a moderate amount of depth. Now, I'm not, you're not, you have to be a doctor or anything like that, but you've done enough research. You probably got some research from the company that you're working with to put something together that's compelling and interesting. Um, so then structure a talk about, you know, what, how you can introduce people to this and then what you're going to either give them free or what you're going to sell them. And then, you know, once you've got it kind of structured, then commit it to PowerPoint. Create fun graphics that are wide and, 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 and specific uh, if you're going to be on stages, you know, that, that are, that are, that are not just rote uh, words that have some fun graphics on them. If you're going to do it on podcasts and, and radio shows, the best way to really bring out all that information after you've given it a snappy title mm-hmm. um, is to, when you get on the shows, you can, you could, there's one good way to really get a, a host to say yes. And that's do 10 tips on five tips on so that you can speak directly to that subject matter and talk about that. Or the other um, way to do it is give the host a list of questions. We do that in all of our media kits. Cause so, you know, when we're, when we're pitching anybody for a radio show or a podcast, we make sure that the host has a full media kit on that uh, leader. And so one of the aspects of that is 20 questions. Cause a lot of these interviews are an hour. You got to give oh, them wow. enough questions, but the questions are a roadmap. Yeah. And the roadmap that basically lets you drive the direction of the interview and the conversation. And it goes directly to opportunities to talk about the solution you have, the product that you have. Uh, but you're also educating. And the most, most important thing when you are on somebody's podcast, radio show, or virtual summit is you have to give great value. You're going to get your pitch in toward the last five minutes, but You've got to you've got to woo the audience and the host mm-hmm. with great content before you earn the right to deliver your sales pitch. I definitely would agree with that. I think it's I, I think it's really important. I, I mean, just to go back and reiterate some of these points, you know, have pick a topic that stands out, right? That that allows you to be seen differently and heard differently than the other people in your industry. Because again, obviously, if you're with a direct sales company, there may be 30, 40, 50, 100,000 other consultants trying to get seen and heard in an audience. So if if you're able to be the one who's out on podcasts and, and doing virtual summits and speaking on your your topic that you have become um, an expert on, right? Well, and and Jenny, it doesn't mean that you have to marry that topic and be that be your only topic for the whole of your career. Right. What it means is you might have two or three different topics yes. that you are, uh, you have great expertise in and they correspond with different aspects of your line. Absolutely. And it, so for example, when I'm going out and, and getting on virtual summits and, and being on other people's podcasts, because I do that quite regularly, I'm talking in the areas of sales. 
I'm talking in the areas of leadership. I'm talking in the areas of sponsorship and recruiting. How do you, how do you build a team, right? How do you create community? And so those are my three topics of expertise that are out on my speaker one sheet. Now I know what a speaker one sheet is because I've been in this in in this world of out being out on podcasts for about three years, and I'm I'm willing to bet that some of my audience have no idea what a what a speaker one sheet or a or a guest one sheet is. Could you give a, a synopsis of or synopsis? Sorry, of what the the one sheet is. Well, and actually, let's point out that there are two different kinds of one sheets. There's speaker one sheets for getting on stages, and there are podcast introductory stages of, of pod, um, sheets for getting more on podcasts. Mm. And we actually have a service that can design them for you um, easily with you just picking templates. But these both are designed to make you look like the pro that you are and to encapsulate all the information in one simple document that is beautifully designed and kind of a little bit sexy so that when you hand it off to a speaker or a podcast host, they know that you've got the, 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 the chops, so to speak. And on a speaker one sheet, you're looking at including a bio and a headline that points to the answer of what are you doing for this audience? What problem do you solve for this audience? Then you've got testimonials. And then you've got, and like you said, three presentation topics. And um, we always recommend that our people have three, because if you only have one, you you know, one arrow in your quiver, it had better be a bullseye. Um, <laughs> but when you're talking to different kinds of leaders and hosts and bookers, they have different interests. So if you give them three choices, that gives them, give you more of the odds to get booked. So that's what, and, and a podcast one sheet is even a little bit more simpler because a, a, a speaker one sheet is a two pager. A podcast one, one page is much more simple than that. And it basically has that bio that, you know, what your expertise is and how you help the audience. But then it just has a little box that says, here are my topics. And you can leave it more open for the host to say, oh, I'd like that. I'd like that. And it's a, a much more some, um, uh, shorter version than putting three full presentations on the back. But either way, and, and when you do the graphics for that one, it's always great when you can put on graphics or quotes from other podcasters um, mm. and shows that you've been on. So it shows them that you've got credibility. So, and on the other side, on the speaker one sheet, you're looking at, you know, places you've spoken, um, you know, media, major media you've been on, you know, the graphics all help uh, spill it out, fill it out. So other clients that you've served, so that's, and, and you know, and, and, and I think we're going to do another one of these ultimately on speaking and we can get into more detail on that. So, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> when you're booking, when you're booking for podcast and radio, you know, yes, you can have a, a podcast introductory sheet, but the real best practice is to have a full pitch letter and a pitch letter basically comes in a couple of different, um, you know, it, um, segments. The top segment is speaks to what's unique, what what how you serve that community, your personal story, what makes you what makes this a compelling interview. The next part of the pitch is really about you. What are your credentials? What have you done that makes you the expert that you are? You are the are you the author of a book? Um, do you are, are you a, an expert in this particular area of health and wellness or whatever your product range is? 
And then the last part of it is a little bit more about what you're going to talk on. And so you kind of give them a paragraph of, of the subject matter. And then we like to suggest that you do bullet points for call outs of what the audience will learn. Your audience will learn the following. And then you pay, take particularly salient points from your pre, what you're going to talk about and put them in. And then you end the letter with sort of a, a you know, a, a, a call to action. You know, I'd love to be booked on your show uh, and here's how to contact me. So, you know, when you can build a great proposal, a, a pitch letter like that, it's going to help you get booked when you start sending it out to people. And, and when you're doing virtual summits, the one thing about a virtual summit that's really important is when you're proposing yourself for a virtual summit, that you somehow match the subject matter of the theme. Mm. Because every summit has a theme, every host is looking for people to fill in the elements of under that theme. So when you're proposing yourself, you either need to change your current presentation title or description to match that theme um, if it doesn't already, or you need to create something new that's going to be within the theme if you really want to get on that on that summit. Yeah, no, that that definitely makes sense. I, I like having that very concrete working through the process of, you know, you gotta you gotta pick your pick your topic have a pitch letter <laughs> and have your your podcast one sheet ready to go so you can start getting out in front of people. So, you know, and we're going to talk at the end of this at the end of this interview to let people know how they can get access to your list of podcasts. But one of the things that really jumped out when you and I were talking in the pre-interview is the virtual networking cuz one of the biggest questions my clients are asking me now is how do I meet new people if we're not having in-person events anymore? How am I going to network? And, and plus, what does virtual networking look like? How do I do it? So let's, let's really get into the virtual networking piece. So okay. let's start out by talking about what's a couple of examples of a virtual networking opportunity, and then, and then we'll get into how do you virtually network effectively. Okay. So there are a couple of different ways. Um, one, uh, you know, one that that I love is the JV Top Talent uh, that David Fagan puts on, and it is three mornings, eight to one uh, Pacific time, for three days in a row, where he will come in and introduce experts, uh, one of which is myself, mm -hmm. and then to the whole group, and then and and in and when not having a conversation with an expert alone, then it goes into breakout meetings and everybody gets to connect in those breakout meetings. And there's usually eight, nine, 10 people in the breakout meetings. And you probably get to do about, ooh, four, four or five of those a day. Um, and it's a great meeting, but then, then there's some that are like three days and you get to go into 17 breakout rooms. Then there are other smaller ones where it's just a smaller group of people and uh, maybe 10, 15, 20, 25 or 30, somewhere like that, where you get to introduce yourself to the whole group. And you want to be ready with your elevator pitch, obviously, and have all of your information on a Word document that you will put into the chat box in advance and including the HTTPS to make sure that it's live in Zoom. 
Um, You want to have that all set up to pop into the chat box so you don't have to rewrite it every single time you go into a different breakout room. And some of these others are existing meetings like national organizations that have local chapters that are now opening those local chapters because they want to get new members. And they figured this is a great opportunity just to get people to kind of check it out and decide if they want to be a member of that group. Now, here's what's really interesting. A lot of those meetings are actually bigger than they've ever been before because they're having stop-ins from people from other chapters. Yeah. So it's really interesting that, you know, all of these different kinds of meetings are morphing. And then the other kind is where somebody who just decides that they're going to do a recurring networking group because, one, they want to attract people into their community so that they can grow their their relationships and and but. They're doing it ostensibly to just to create a forum for you to get acquainted with others. And they may do a little teaching during that, but the majority of time is really committed to this kind of networking. So it's really simple. You make, you know, put on your big girl clothes, um, show up, um, you know, put a nice ring light on so that you're not in the shadows. You might want to put a virtual background on. I'm not a big fan of them because I think that, that can, they can be distracting. Mm, but mm-hmm. you can also put make sure make sure the back of your house looks you know with the where the zoom screen is going looks di- decent or buy a backdrop. And um, uh, one of the things I do is I have one that looks like a stage with a great big microphone behind it. <laughs> um, and so anytime I'm doing interviews, you can see that it reminds people that I'm in the business of giving people virtual stages and physical stages. So, you know, you, there's lots of different ways that you can parse it. Just make sure that, you know, you don't have dirty dishes and kids running in, and, <laughs> uh, you know, the dog jumping up and down and barking. I mean, you know, you have to really commit the time to it and respect the, the audience and be ready to present your best. Uh, because you only have a few minutes with them. And the whole goal of this is to get them to connect with you. And uh, afterward. Um, so you want to get their phone number, get their emails. I have a second screen open. So the entire time I'm on one of these, I am putting in the name of the person and asking them to include their information in the chat box so I can follow up with them. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, you can also make a free offer, include that in at the tail end of your conversation, um, you know, of your chat box information, and invite people to take advantage of your free offer, because then you're going to get people sometimes that you don't have more of an opportunity. I mean, if, if the breakout room goes quickly, or you don't have enough time because somebody's hogged the time, then at least you can potentially get people in that are going to take advantage of your free offer. Absolutely. So, you know, Gosh, Jackie, you are providing so much great information. <laughs> you know, well, so here, here's what's great, Jenny. I've assembled these all in one place. So if somebody wants to do this, all they have to do um, is go over and take a look at speakertunity.com forward slash update. It'll make it really easy. You know, they can identify oh. which of the 151 or 50 are right for them. That is awesome. So in this virtual networking, time of virtual networking, and, and I don't think it's going to go away. I truly believe that even even once things kind of maybe go what I call go back to the new normal eventually, I think virtual networking is still going to be a thing because those of us who have a product or service that can be sold 
anywhere in the country or even anywhere in the world, or maybe, maybe you might be limited. Some, some direct sales companies are only in the U S Canada, Mexico, right? But when you've got something that can be sold anywhere, you don't have to limit yourself to your hometown or the three counties that surround the county of the state that you're in, right? You have the opportunity to continue to virtually network even after you have the opportunity to go back to networking in person again. And I think that is a way that you extend your reach, extend your growth, because in direct sales, if you're only building in your local area, you are limiting your growth. The, the, the people in direct sales who do exceptionally well do so because they extend their teams, they extend their client base outside of their local area. They are moving into other states and growing uh, teams in other states. They're finding leaders in other states who can start a, a, a little pocket of people in their local area, and now you're getting a piece of that action from another state, from another area. But this virtual networking, so again, I'm just going to reiterate what Jackie just told us, some of the very salient, easy-to-do takeaways. First of all, have a Word document saved on your computer that's got your contact information along with live links, meaning you don't just put www. You have to make sure you, uh, for, for Zoom, if you want it to be a live link that people can actually click, it needs to have that HTTPS and that information in front. So when you copy the, the link from your, let's say your, your company website, or if you've gotten really smart and branded yourself, you know, cause I, I recommend that for all my clients, brand yourself with a link to your company page on your own page. That way, if anything ever changes, if your company closes, you still have access to your own content, right? Because you wanna brand yourself, right? But having that, that live link in that Word document so people can reach out. And then, of course, make sure or fingers crossed that whatever virtual networking event you're in, you're able to save the chat. And if you don't know how to do that, Google it. <laughs> it's an easy thing to do. But you want to save the chat because then if you're getting other people who are putting in their contact information in the Zoom chat, then you want to make sure that you get their information to reach out to them later and, and have conversations, build relationships, build connections in other places and see how you can help each other build and grow. So Jackie, did I miss anything in there? No, I think that's great. You covered, covered it all. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I just want to make sure that that the listener is able to walk away with very, very specific, easy things they can do with this virtual networking. I loved what you said about using virtual backgrounds or not, because um, I think there are definitely pros and cons. One of, one of the really smart things I've seen someone do is they created their own virtual background that included their contact information set around their head. So it had the name of their company, it had their phone number, their email. And then on the other side was a QR code that they created mm. that somebody could scan from their phone and it takes them to their website. And that's their virtual background is the, the contact information. So those of you who are in direct sales, I'm, I'm going to pull out an example really quickly. Let's say you're with a health and wellness company. You could grab one of those images that your company creates for you and put that as your virtual background, but then go into Canva or PicMonkey or whatever you use to manipulate images, then you can add in your information around that and still have a branded 
you know, approved image from your company, that that can be your virtual background. That I just, I think that's a brilliant idea if you're going to have one. And if you're not going to have one, I agree, Jackie, make sure that whatever the camera can see looks good, right? You don't want, you don't want to be sitting with your, with the camera, like pointing at a window. So now you're silhouetted and you look like you're in the witness protection program. Well, and some, some people, some people have those screens too. That's another good solution. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those green screens that those, those are great too. Or, or like you said, just a backdrop, you can literally just put one of the coolest ones I saw was a gal who had gone to a fabric store and they had this really sparkly sequiny fabric Mm. that was on deep, deep discount because nobody was using it to make clothes or whatever with. And so she was able to get this really fun fabric that she just hung behind her and it was sparkly and it was pretty. And it, it, it translated really well on the zoom screen and it was just really cool and different, you know? So anything that's going to make you stand out in that virtual networking. So, you know, my, I I just moved my office. And so my previous office had a purple wall painted behind me. So everyone was so used to seeing me with the purple wall behind me. And now with my new office, people are like, where's the purple wall? (laughs) Right. I branded myself so much with the purple wall that people are like, where's the purple wall? When are you going to paint the purple wall? Like you're going to, you're going to have a purple wall, right? (laughs) You know, it's like people, I literally just moved into this office a week ago. I, I, give me a minute, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's having something behind you. So, you know, in my zoom now behind me, I've got some things that if people were to look carefully at some of the, the most people would think, well, well they're just tchotchkes, but everything up there says something about me and who I am. So they can look at that. And so as I'm getting to know people and as you're connecting with, I get people who ask me, well, tell me about the Tell me about that apple that you have up there. Oh, I used to be a teacher, right? That was a paperweight that one of my one of my friends gave me when I got my my teaching certificate, right? You can have things that tell people about who you are. Or I've seen some people in direct sales who have just a small little thing off to one side that has some of their products behind them with the company stuff. So it's not like in your face. But it's it's just off to the side and, you know, it has a little product display. So then they might ask, well, well, tell me about that. Tell me about that skincare stuff or tell me about that lipstick or tell me about those kitchen products or whatever company it is you're with. Right. So the virtual networking, there are so many opportunities. You were saying there there are many that are local. And there are many that are national and international. Right. So exactly. y- you have a list of, of virtual networking opportunities. We do. Um, And it can be found at speakertunity.com forward slash update. Oh, there we go. And so people, you guys can just go do that. I'm going to make sure that that gets in the show notes. So that way you guys can just literally grab your phone right now, click on the podcast episode, scroll up on the page so you can see the show notes because you know, the first thing that pops up is the beautiful cover art, of course, but you're going to scroll up and in the show notes, you're going to have the link to Jackie Lappin's uh, speakertunity.com slash update. So you guys can go grab that list and check out the virtual networking opportunities that are available. And and then Jenny, we also have a free gift for people. (gasps) What? Yes. Ooh, what do you have? What do you have? 
I want to give everyone a month free in all of our subscription services, Speaker Speakertunity Speaker Leads, Speakertunity Radio Insider, and Speakertunity Virtual Summits. And they can do that by going to speakertunity.com forward slash free hyphen trials. Ah, and again, guys, that link is going to be in the show notes. I'm writing furiously right now. So it is speakertunity and you guys will see how to spell it in the show notes. Like hopefully you're not driving and listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> um, but in the show notes, we'll have speakertunity.com forward slash free dash trials. And so that way you guys can just go click on that and get your free month to all three of those services, which is the speaker lead. So if you think you are are looking into getting into speaking, or maybe you already are a speaker, maybe you're already doing speaking engagements, and now this will give you more leads, the radio and podcast insider and the virtual summit list as well, how to be a speaker on virtual summits, which let me tell you, that is very effective. I've been doing that for about six months now, and it's it's growing my community buy a lot, which is fabulous. So I highly recommend it guys. Take a look at this, go get, go grab that, that speaker tunity opportunity there from, from Jackie. Thank you for sharing that with, with, with my listeners. I'm so appreciative of that. You are most welcome, Jenny. I'm delighted to be, I, I think that the, the direct sales community is one that really needs to come to grips with. You need to have more audience, more people, more audiences, more speaking, more visibility in order to really be as successful as you intended to be when you join the organization you're with. And so I want to make it easy and simple for people to get in front of audiences so they can grow their businesses. Absolutely. So guys, make sure you go click on that link because Jackie has so many amazing resources. Like I said, she and I, we've been kind of circling each other for, for almost three. Well, I, it's right at about three years now. The first time I ever met you was at the new media summit in San Diego in 2017. <laughs> so we've been circling each other and, and I know you're out there and I kept hearing from people. Do you know Jackie? Do you know Jackie? And no, I don't know Jackie. Well, now we know each other. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got amazing materials to help you guys build your visibility, build your credibility, become the, the trusted authority in your space so that you are the person who, when somebody hears about your company, they think of you. They don't think of the, the 30,000, 50,000, 100,000 other consultants that are also representing your company. They think of you because you're the one who's out there speaking. You're the one who's out there putting out great content by doing radio and podcast interviews about your topic or topics up to three of expertise. So Jackie, thank you so much for sharing your time, your expertise with everybody. Cause I'm sure for some, for some of the listeners right now, none of this had ever occurred to them that this would be a way to grow their business. Well, thank you. I, I'm, it's been a joy to be here, Jenny, and I love what you're doing, and I'm I'm thrilled to be to be able to contribute. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Now, listeners, again, one last time, click in the show notes, go grab those opportunities, those speaker tunity links from Jackie, and make sure you stay tuned for the next badass episode. 
Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.